guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today we have a very special guest with us. We have with us Ms. Christiana Michelle Berger, who's here from Germany, and she is going to be talking to us today about the self, really, and how to, I don't know, discover or undiscover who we truly are. So welcome today. Thank you, Melissa. I'm so excited to be here. It's wonderful. So how about if you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and really what it is that you do. Yes, I'm from Germany, living in Hamburg. That's where I'm sitting right now as well. Actually, I don't always live in Hamburg half of the year. I live in a travel trailer. And we just returned because it was so hot. We couldn't stand it any longer. <laughs> and uh, so um, I've been traveling the world quite a bit on my spiritual quest. And now I live again in the town where I was born, which is quite amazing to me. And uh, I found my path very early. I'm a physician. And uh, in my internship, so in my first year working in the hospital, still not being a full doctor, I um, was on night shift in the surgery. You have to go through the psychosurgery, um, internal medicine. And somebody was announced who had had a severe accident. They said was a motorcyclist. And he was brought in, and when he arrived, we had already all gathered in the room, but he had uh, died. We couldn't do anything for him. And so uh, we had to look for his identity somewhere and his driving license or what. And we searched his many motor driver pockets, and I found his identity card, and I looked on it, and it said, the year he was born, and it was the same year I was born. He was very young. I was 25 then. And I, it was such a shock for me. And in that moment, I realized, gosh, I'm going to die. And this is not an always existing possibility, as we all know. No, it's an upcoming reality. And it really hit me. And the first thought I had was then, and I don't even know who I am. And that started the whole journey. Now, I wasn't into spirituality at that time. I was just, you know, coming out of university and having a nice life. And uh, so um, I didn't know what to do at all. So I told my husband and he said, um, okay, uh, so now what are you going to do? And I said, I have no idea. Maybe I should meditate. I had heard that word somewhere. <laughs> Two weeks later, um, I came from another night shift and he said, hey, there is an introductory meditation course announced in the newspaper. That was the time before the internet. And, uh, and so I went there and that was in... 76 and since then I never stopped and then my friend death visited me again so I had you know been with a lot of teachers with I had done Zen Buddhism for 
for decades. Then I went to a very early tradition, Theravada, and studied the scriptures there, um, which supposedly are pretty close to the original teachings of the Buddha. And uh, I felt quite all right and good. And then one day I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I freaked out, total freak out. I didn't know myself. By then I had become a psychoanalyst. I knew all the tricks, how to calm yourself, but nothing worked, nothing. And in Buddhism, they have this phrase, it's not your body. If you can't control it, it's not yours. Yes, I couldn't control my thoughts. They were just racing. And my feelings, of course, neither. And my body, no way. I didn't tell it to develop cancer, but that didn't help at all. It's all nice to think about that. But in that situation, it just did not calm me. And I thought, this journey has brought me nowhere, literally nowhere. I might have felt nice and easygoing as long as things were smooth. But now it was like, uh-uh, this has to end. I want to see that there is no self. This is the core teaching of the Buddha. And I thought, but how am I going to, going to do that? I have exhausted all means I thought I knew. And so I just didn't know what to do. But anyway, I had to heal worse first. That was still in the hospital, all these thoughts. And um, so I didn't know what to do. And then a few weeks later on a Facebook feed, my Facebook feed, a friend had liked a blog post about awakening and that the body isn't ready for it. And I thought, no, this sounds interesting. So I read it. And in there was a link to a platform where they helped with the first step in seeing that there is no self. It's called Liberation Unleashed. It's a very good platform. And uh, so I read the dialogues. They are public. You, everybody can read them. And thought, wow, something is really happening here because it was like they were all asked questions that were pointing them to their own experience. So like we think there is a me that thinks. And then they were asked to just have a look whether there is somebody that thinks the thoughts. And of course they couldn't find anybody. Or somebody who like turns the hand. If you keep doing that and just look for what turns the hand, it's quite uh, mind boggling. And I thought, uh-huh, okay. And then there was always a point. And at that point, the speaker had seen something and I couldn't understand the dialogue any longer. It was like a Zen poem, very beautiful, but full of riddles for me. But the guide and the seeker seemed to understand each other and totally get each other. And I thought, all right, something is happening there. So I researched the background of the founders and thought, well, that kind of sounds all right. And um, I thought, well, what am I going to do? Um, on this platform, when you work with a guide, you have to answer every single day. 
it's a daily dialogue. And um, I wasn't sure I was going for radiation treatment. And I didn't know whether I would be able to answer every day. As it turned out, the radiation treatment, um, I didn't feel much uh, from it, but I didn't know that then. And so I thought, oh, I just download the book. They had a little book with dialogues and I just asked the questions myself. Great. So I downloaded the dialogue the dialogues and I think I was mostly reading them in waiting rooms because you know before you get treatment you have to have this checkup and that checkup and so everything is safe and I spent an enormous amount in waiting rooms and so <laughs> I asked myself these questions and it was so exciting I thought oh, these questions are so good I never asked myself these questions ever in my life what is it that walks? Where is the sound? Is it inside, outside? Is there a hearer? Wow. And so I had boiled it down to, okay, this eye is something like a virus, some a computer virus, something gets attached, something happens like seeing or hearing or tasting whatever and then immediately this virus gets a test that say i hear i taste i am this or that and uh, i am happy i'm tired i'm hungry and i thought all right and then there was a question that said um is there any you in any physical form or shape and I thought, what a silly question, of course not. And while I was thinking the sentence, a shift happened. It was, I felt like a physical shift. I felt like being moved to the side and all of a sudden there was complete stillness. It felt like hitting a wall at hundred miles an hour or something, a very soft wall, it didn't hurt. And, and a complete still stand. And I saw clearly there is no me. And I saw why I always had thought there is one. And it was just right in front of my eyes. I just hadn't looked. And it was like, wow. And I did a fist bump and said, yes, I got it. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then it was like, um, I couldn't contend. It was. I, it felt so vast. I had to go outside. I was sitting on my on my couch at home at that time. It was a Sunday, so I went outside. And in Hamburg, all people are outside on Sundays. So lots of people, and I saw them in the park. And I thought, how am I ever going to connect to people again, seeing so clearly that they are not? And I thought, okay, I, I'll keep that for later. <laughs> And everything was quite psychedelic. The colors were totally intense. And we have a um, fountain with a huge sculpture there with Neptune and um, fishes and nettings. And the fishes are, you know, the water's coming out of them. And everything looked super three-dimensional and intense. And then I had to cross the road and... Um, 
a motorbike again passed and he had taken off his muffler so it was really noisy and usually I get totally annoyed <laughs> but I didn't there was just the sound and that was it and it was gone and there was just no reaction and I thought wow wow so and then I just uh, walked we have a large river in Hamburg I walked down there it's not far away from where I live and had a long long walk and then I came home and told my partner hey I don't ex exist and the answer was sure you do I can see you and I realized I cannot talk to about this to anybody I know what am I going to do so um I kept that for later too because <laughs> of course I didn't know what to do and uh, so for the first days there was this kind of honeymoon and uh, and then it, it it normalized again it was it was really a new normal I couldn't even remember any longer how it had felt to live with a sense of a me and that was quite mind-boggling because I mean it wasn't so long ago or just a few days and it was not possible to reinstate that somehow to put it into place again it was just gone that's really interesting because I think one of the biggest challenges for people but also important is the death of the ego right yeah that's exactly it and actually it's not even a death the ego is just as real as Santa it's really seeing that Santa doesn't exist and I think that is so difficult for most people yes it is it is very actually it is so difficult because we usually try to approach it via thinking but the thinking won't get us there because it's working on a, on a plane where the answer doesn't lie it's like the famous I think it's a Mulanus reading story where he loses his, his keys and it's dark already and he searches around the lamp outside on the street and somebody passes by and say hey what you're looking for and he says my keys and the um, person just said well where did you lose it and he said just in front of the door I said so why are you looking here well it's bright here <laughs> and this is exactly we're looking in the wrong place because it's brighter we're more familiar with thoughts our actual experience is quite an unknown continent and this is only the first assumption there are many more assumptions that will fall away so in the end the, the world as it's known now will no longer be there in the same way though everything looks the same it will be very different yes so now do you work with people and helping them then to learn how to, I say kill the ego, but we say just it doesn't really exist to recognize that it isn't really a thing. Is that right. how you help people? Yes, yes, I'm doing that in dialogues, either in written dialogues or 
when I travel, I do more written dialogues because my internet is not so reliable. And um, when I'm at home, I like to do more video dialogues because the non-visual cues help a lot with the guiding. Then I can see much quicker um, where they might be, uh, where they might be looking in a place where there is light, but not the answer. So do you, um, well, maybe you can just explain how does this help you? How did it help you in your life? And how does it help your clients to really go through this process? Yes, um, it's incredibly helpful. First of all, already when the sense of I am in control, I have to control everything, I have to do everything falls away, that is such a relief to really um, see that the things are actually happening, even my speaking is happening, and I don't have, I don't have to have control of it, I'll still not speak gibberish. And um, uh, it's such a relief. And another thing that many people notice, um, many people struggle with self-worth, with the feeling that they're really not enough or somehow bad in some way or feel guilty a lot for something. And that totally falls away because seeing that there is no self, there is suddenly the sense, it's a very, there's a very good feeling. It just feels good. And um, the sense of self-worth self just doesn't make any the question of self-worth just doesn't make any sense any longer. And still there is the feeling of being full, not always running on empty or false. That's a huge, huge thing for a lot of people. I know um, in the work that even I do with people, self-worth, self-love, that is big and to feel like you I think maybe what you're saying too is you're no longer searching feeling like you have to search to figure out where you get that validation that you're worthy because it's just you just know it's just a knowing that it, we just are and it's less stress i think on people yes, totally totally and you know when you go through all the steps and truly awaken all suffering ends there is no suffering most interestingly after i had gone through all fetters i was diagnosed with uterine cancer and it was such a different experience uh, it was very surprising because the surgeon who had done um, the, who took the sample said he had looked at it and he was totally uh, sure that it was benign, that there was no cancer. And so when I went for a checkup just to see that everything healed fine, uh, my gynecologist told me that I actually had cancer. And it was like, oh. And it was in March, and in April, we usually moved into the caravan. And the only thing that, that's always hard for me is changing tracks. When something changes, I, I always take some time. 
and I had to get my mind off in thoughts. I was already preparing what we needed to take and all this kind of stuff. And that I actually needed to change tracks now. <laughs> this was a totally different endeavor. And I didn't know what to say. It was like, oh, okay. And then the gynecologist, she was very sweet. And she said, no, of course you could ask why. And then I found my speech bag and I said, no, no, no. This question doesn't have an answer. And she was so glad she didn't have to make anything up. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yes. And then I said, so what do I have to do now? And which hospital do you recommend? Because, um, of course, I don't know this kind of stuff here in Hamburg. I moved here after retiring, so I, I'm not connected to physicians at all here. And um, yes, and so she told me all that, and I had the surgery, and sure, there was pain, but it was all bearable. Oh, the pain perception totally changes. Um, pain just hurts so much less because all the additional baggage of, oh, this is so bad. And, you know, you can make it all up to a big thing and actually feeling what's there might not be that large. And when I uh, had gone through it, it was like I hadn't suffered a scratch. It was, I was so gracious and so grateful um, to my guide who had guided me through yet has invented the system. And, uh, uh, the system after the first step. And so he took the Buddhist teaching and said, okay, how can you do this today? And he invented it on the go. So at some point we had caught up and we both explored. So how, where do we go now? <laughs> it was very exciting. Very and uh, it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing to no longer suffer no matter what happens. That would definitely be an amazing thing. I think a lot of people, and we talk about this on my show, we create our own private hell in our thoughts with what we're Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I do believe there really is something to being able to break free from that and to experience peace no matter what's happening around you, that you're still able to hold on to that inner peace um you know my my children's father committed suicide in february and then my mom she um she was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in june oh dear and we're going through this whole pandemic and so for me uh, there have been a lot of struggles but i found that not going to that place of why were you know right right not the victim mentality, but just knowing that everything is going to be okay and it's all going to work out and there's nothing to worry about. It's That's what's helped me to keep my sanity. So I totally, totally believe in the fact that, you know, yeah. not not attaching worry and fears and, and all of that really does help get you through yeah. a lot. Yes. I'm so sorry that you experienced all that. That's a lot. You know, in the end, the good thing is you don't even need to do it any longer. The thoughts just don't attach themselves any longer. All the worrying and the, why did this happen? What did I do wrong? Maybe uh, this all just doesn't come up any longer. All the self-referencing thoughts stop. 
it gets pretty quiet and that's really a blessing and the other side is um that when the thoughts no longer come up so much the memory gets really bad because it's just always always now it's always what it's only now in the beginning i always felt i'm caught in the alcatraz of now but um in the end it's it's a space without borders and um everything else just doesn't count what's in future what might be in future um we'll see we'll just do one step that's possible now and then we'll see what how that step turns out and maybe correct course or not and that's all we can do and this happens naturally you know we already speculated how much longer we might live because we don't have the stress <laughs> <laughs> i definitely believe that that helps with lifespan not worrying not sweating the small stuff is what we say here right not sweating the small stuff it's been such a pleasure talking to you now if anyone would like to work with you or to follow you how could they do that they can follow me either on facebook finding awakening is my facebook page or in the finding awakening community that's a facebook group and I have a website that's called findingawakening.com. And I will have all of her links in the show notes. So if you want to go and join her Facebook group or go to her website and want to follow her, you can click directly on the links in the show notes. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here today. Do you have any parting words of wisdom for our audience members? Thank you for having me, Melissa. It was really beautiful. Um, I would say, if you want to f awaken and really get rid of all this worrying and suffering, the important part is to, if you have any old traumas in your past, to have therapy. Because... Um, if life feels so hard because of old emotional conflicts, it is not well possible to let go of the assumption that I am in control because that's what's saving the day right now. Only when life gets easier, then it is possible to look into this assumption and actually let it go. Yes. So, that. And that is where psychotherapy has a really important place and coaching that is really important there I always say on this show um, if you don't heal your inner wounding you will bleed all over people who didn't cut you so that includes yourself <laughs> right right oh that's so true that's really good yes <laughs> well thank you so much for being here with me um and i want to thank you for imparting your wisdom as we say in German, Auf Wiedersehen, right? Or Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen und Auf Wiederhören. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to thank all of you for being here with us today, too. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. 
please leave me a review from wherever you're listening. If you could leave me some stars on iTunes, that helps others find me, which helps me in my mission to help people heal. Also, if you want to follow me on social media, I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central for a free card reading on Facebook. If you show up for the live, I will also pull a card for you too. And if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all of the list of services I offer, as well as um, you can book the service directly from my offerings page. Thank you guys so much for being here with us today. I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I'm sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon.